Okay, so you need candidates fast, and you're sick and tired of being nickeled and dimed to death. I totally get it. You should check out FlexPlan from Next. It's perfect for employers and staffing firms who are busy. They need candidates and flexible pricing now. FlexPlan is also perfect for recruitment ad agencies who need targeted distribution and tools to help demonstrate client ROI. If you're sick and tired of all the BS, hassle, and just want candidates now, check out Next and FlexPlan with over 70 million members. Next takes all of your jobs and puts each one in front of the best candidates and across their entire ecosystem. No muss, no fuss. Next does all the work and FlexPlan makes it cost effective. Check out everything Next has to offer at hiring.next.com. That's hiring.next.com. And if you like to save even more cash, just go to chadcheese.com, scroll down and click on the next logo, discounts aplenty. Remember, next with the double X, not the triple X. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Mad Max is on the show today. Good shit, dude. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Joel Cheeseman, your co-host, along with... Chad Sowash. And on today's show, we're talking AI versus RPA. And if you're like me, RPA stands for Rapid Projectile (laughs) Anonymity or something. I don't know. Max, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Joel. You're very welcome. So you wrote, uh, well, before we get to that, you are CEO and co-founder of TalkPush. So so get the elevator pitch and plug out of the way before we get into the, the real it stuff. real good. Uh, thank you. Thank you. TalkPush is, um, is, is a slogan, first of all. TalkPush, it real good. Uh, <laughs> By copyright, uh, Chad and Joel. Um, but but uh, beyond that, we're a messaging uh, platform to help engage with candidates at scale. Um, and we automate a lot of the initial engagement with the candidate at the front of the funnel. Um, and uh, we work in a dozen countries and engage with millions of candidates across messaging platforms like Messenger, SMS, WhatsApp, um, and automates a lot of the recruitment process after that. And I will throw in a deathmatch alumni, right. which is always a solid, solid thing to put on your you resume. Can't, you can't beat that. I, I survived. You can't beat barely. That. So <laughs> you wrote a, an article that said, will the real AI please stand up and in, in M&M fashion, please stand up, please stand up. And uh, it says why the recruitment industry needs to stop fawning over AI, embrace the RPA, the robotic process automation revolution why did you write this wait what does rpa stand for again robotic process automation got it right um well i I think i think anybody who uh, uh, listens to this show probably uh, empathizes with a feeling of uh, we're a little saturated with ai uh, the ai um, pitch and sale Um, and from from my end you know as a vendor 
I, I'm still getting probably, you know, a quarter or a third of inquiries coming in from people who are asking for AI. Um, and I don't really know what it means most of the time. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's been really thought through. Do they know what it means? Do they give you a definition of what they think AI is so that you can try to fit? Hell no, they don't know so, what it so means. They, so you can fit in their that box? That is one big pile of shit. Uh, <laughs> I think, unfortunately, they they did read the same books as I have, so they they know what machine learning is. Uh, they uh, they know what the state of the art is, and that's what they want. They want the state of the art AI. They want uh, something that's going to be a machine that's going to learn on top of the data that is continuously feeding itself. You're you're giving them way <laughs> too much credit, my yeah. friend. I think they just want to check it off the list of things that they need to do right below chatbot and right above programmatic. I, I, I do get some of those guys too, but I, I have, um, I'm talking about the, the digital transformation experts that are, you know, sending out call for tenders, RFPs, specifically with the idea of I'm going to grill these guys. And, I, you know, I'm sitting on these calls answering questions about um, technology that I don't even know how it's going to be used. So that's that's where the frustration, you know, originally comes from. Um, and, you know, I, I can talk about RPA a little bit and why I think it's a little bit more of a pragmatic approach. Uh, but I think, I mean, you, you, we've had a number of calls uh, and, I mean, podcasts and shows where you talked about what is AI exactly. There's so many different definitions, um, but the reality usually falls very short from, you know, what uh, what people imagine. But if you read between the lines with your your customers and prospects, like, what do they really want? Because you have a great section of, of your post where, you know, it's not the fancy, shiny stuff that they're actually using. It's the other stuff. So higher view is one of your examples mm -hmm. where people aren't using higher view to like read facial you know, expressions and whether someone's lying. They're using it to create efficiencies around, you know, better interviewing through video. Correct. Yeah. The, the great benefit of video interviewing is the asynchronous conversation. The fact that some you don't have to sit through 20 minutes uh, of live call one after another, because that would take days to go through all of that. And instead, you can you can ask everybody to record and you can listen to all of them in one go and you can skip them. I mean, it's basically the same uh, value proposition as an answering machine, uh, you know, back back from the 90s, you know, just having all your answers recorded in one place so you can listen to them mm -hmm. in sequence. And uh, the majority of, uh, of customers that I've spoken to, well, I'm sure if you get somebody from HireView on the show, they'll, they'll tell you about what the, the analytics do for, for their customers and it'll be a different story perhaps. But when I ask them, I mean, they still th they still sit through the interview, they still watch the the videos, and they don't let the machine make the decision for them for the most part. Before we get into the RPA piece, right? You uh you write the rise of the AI junkie. So people are becoming AI junkies. Why is that? Um, I, I I get um, I get it because I'm you know I, I read the Ray Kurzweil book. Uh, about singularity, and I was reading science fiction from from a young age. So I'm I'm also really excited by the fact that uh, the machines can help us make better decisions. Um, and I love the promise of AI, but I think that um, the imagination has just caught on fire over the last four or five years. Uh, when when I started TalkPush five years ago, and I said I'm going to create a robot that interviews people, people really looked at me weird and said, "What a stupid idea!" You know. 
no, no one will ever let a robot talk to their candidates. Um, and, and, you know, like two, three years later, people were, were asking, oh, that's great. Can, can your robot tell me if, it, if a candidate is lying and how honest it is? And can I get a full psychometric analysis? And it, it just, it, it happened almost overnight. I mean, it, it was over a two, three year period, but that's how it felt for me. Max, I've heard some people talk that I, I, I believe know this subject pretty well. And, and they, they've said things like there are only about five or six actual AI companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Your Googles, your Microsofts, your Alibabas, you know, these kinds of big companies. Is there anyone even in the employment space that you would point to to say like, yeah, they're really onto something aside from Google who's getting into the, into the space and maybe LinkedIn slash Microsoft. Is there anyone really doing AI in terms of, of your perspective? I, I don't want to play that game because I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to get away from that game myself. I, I, I mean, I think you're, you're right that um, the real deep AI, uh, Google and Facebook have a leg up on everybody else. And it's not, it's out of my reach. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, you can take that as a no, but, but, but we, <laughs> we all get enough data sets that we can create some sort of, we process uh, millions of candidates every year. So of course we can, we can do some regression analysis and come up with some pretty interesting insights, but I wouldn't call that sort of deep AI where the, the machine is built to understand what the candidates are saying. Um, some of our uh, some of the people in our space have hired PhDs uh, who focus on natural language processing, and they may be a, you know, a little bit deeper and more academic into the topic than we are. Uh, but that's all I can say on this topic. So let's get into RPA. So I've challenged many of these AI vendors uh, over the years and saying what you're doing really sounds like it's glorified RPA. And, and, and that's not a bad thing, right? Because what is RPA and how could RPA help? Um, RPA is beautiful. It, um, what is RPA is identifying a process that humans are doing right. and then repeating it and automa- automating it. And the big rise in RPA, which happened over the last uh, three, four years, is, is uh, backed by, you could say, by AI, uh, by the technology that recognizes what a user is doing on his computer and is able to re- repeat that behavior. So, you know, it, it could be somebody clicking on a, on a mouse and moving the, a window from one place to another, uh, another. And when the computer recognizes this sequence happens over and over again, can then, you know, automate it. So, you know, in itself, there's of course some AI building blocks necessary to, to deliver that. But what I love about it is that it just focuses on the user. And in our case, the user is the recruiter because we work in talent acquisition. And it's it's eerie how so many of those uh, companies in, in our space, we don't even talk about the recruiter. We we focus on automation and AI. And this is this is what the buyers are, are interested in, in talking about automated engagement and AI, but but not so much on the actual individual behavior and, and actions of the recruiter, who is the main user. And if, if, we, if we shift the conversation to RPA, and we can focus a little bit more on the user, who is the recruiter, and that's still probably 60, 70% of the, the cost per hire. You know, the, the total loaded cost per hire is probably linked to, uh, to, to the human. And so speaking about cost per hire in, in your in your LinkedIn post, you have a, a list of, of items that can be automated. Uh, some of those are like scheduling interviews, background checks, running assessments for the company out there that's looking at, you know, what kind of hierarchy or priority list should we have around what what are the first three things that maybe we should automate 
to save that 80% on cost per hire. What are some of the things that you think in your list should be on the top of an employer's list to automate? Usually the low-hanging fruit is, is automating that, that, uh, that scheduling and that pre-screening because a lot of time is being wasted and just going back and forth. Uh, trying to scheduling uh, schedule first and second interviews, so that would be the the low hanging fruit. Uh, but anything that's kind of repetitive and mundane in the world of a recruiter is is an opportunity uh, from you know taking uh, interview notes to uh, doing background checks to making sure the candidate uh, is fully informed uh, as part of a pre onboarding or an onboarding process. Um, all of these could be automated. So, so Max, shouldn't we just stop focusing on stupid fucking terms like AI, ML, and RPA and just focus on the problems and how the solutions fix those problems? Because it doesn't matter if it's AI, ML, RPA, or whatever acronym you want to throw it at this fucking thing. It's the solution. And if, if the solution best fits the organization for the problem, are we, are we getting bogged down in the stupid shit and having the wrong conversations? As I, I agree 100%. I, I hope that uh, we get call for tenders uh, and, uh, and client requests that are focused on um, how can my team handle three times the volume for the Christmas season? Or yeah. um, how can I get back to my candidates uh, within minutes instead of hours? Uh, those are good questions that that should be tackled, and uh, and with the RPA approach, you know, sorry, it's we're back to the acronyms, but um, <laughs> if if you're focusing on one process, it's a very narrow problem, and you can start with that, and then you can decide later on if you're going to pick another one, another one. Um, I think that uh, for for the the vendors, companies like myself, uh, it's a good opportunity to to shift the conversation because. You can you can really do the land and expand model where you, you would start by automating one process. And if you've done one, it's not that hard to to then have the discussion for a second one and a third one. I think that's why you've seen the, the fantastic growth of companies like uh, UiPath and Automation Anywhere over the last couple of years is because they've just been able to take a bigger market share within uh, their existing install base. Max, we'll let you get out on this one. In your post, you talk about um, the AI label almost being like, you know, all natural on every food packaging or <laughs> gluten-free right. on everything. You know, it's it's technically true, but it's not really, you know, it's not really sufficient to what you're buying. Do you think there should be some regulation, whether it be self-regulating or some sort of body that really labels something uh, as legitimate artificial intelligence? Or do you think we should still be in this laissez-faire environment where everyone can label whatever they want sort of willy-nilly? I'm, I'm not a strong regulation kind of guy. Uh, so if they want to use all natural, all AI, <laughs> that's cool with me. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it used to be big data a few years ago. And, uh, and, and now it's, I think RPA has got, has got the tailwind and there'll be some other acronym coming up in a couple of years time. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Actually. So I don't think, uh, uh, that's going to be, that's I'm looking forward to the next acronym. Let chaos reign, says Max. <laughs> uh, uh, a, 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 R, augmented recruitment. Oh, don't start that. Now we're coming up with all these new acronyms. Uh, okay, so we're going to end on that, Max. Thanks so much. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks, Again, Max. This is something that we talk about all thanks. the time. AI, 
acronyms. It doesn't matter. And I think Max, you've you've really lined it out nicely. Uh, check out Max on LinkedIn. Max Armbruster, CEO of Talk Push. Where else can they find out more about you, Max, or or, or Talk Push? Thanks. I I've I've got uh, this article that you you referred to up on our blog uh, blog.talkpush.com. And uh, looking forward to connect with uh, every one of your followers on LinkedIn, of course. Excellent, guys. Appreciate it. We out. We out. Hi, I'm Emma. Thanks for listening to my dad, the Chad, and his buddy Cheese. This has been the Chad and Cheese podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Be sure to check out our sponsors because their money goes to my college fund. For more, visit chadcheese.com. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.